Hi, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bristia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners. And we're just following our dreams, you know, working to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right. And we're also moms. Welcome to the Super Mama Sisterhood. Hello. Hi, Super Mama. Welcome back to another episode of another of other capítulo oh for uh, sure uh, i am one of your hosts myself uh me my name is brisa lopez <laughs> i have a four-month-old baby girl and a five-year-old beautiful handsome boy i am paulina's sister who is on the other side of the screen hi everyone i'm paulina with her um, sleigh shirt slaying in her sleigh shirt It says slay all day. It's so old. It's my it's my cancer shirt. Um, <laughs> uh, hi everyone, I'm Paulina. Uh, I'm Bruce's sister, co-host, and I am a mom of three little girls, nine, six, and three. Um, and yeah, we're just you know trying to be a better version of ourselves every single day. If you are new to the show, welcome to the Super Mama Sisterhood. And if you are a longtime listener, thank you, ladies. Love you. Where um, our hope is that you guys are doing well and thriving every single day. It's and are healthy. And are healthy. Healthy and blessed and all the good vibes to you. Yes. If you want to follow us on our social media, our Instagram and Twitter is at underscore Supermamas. Facebook, Supermamas Podcast, and Supermamas.com. And you can also send us a email or leave us a voicemail you can send us an email at hello at supermamas.com or call our hotline 424-326-3707 we'd love to hear from you guys see what you want to when you know what have you been up to um what have you been up to Paulina? oh my god what have i been up to well i am actually getting my house ready well not ready you know i know like my daughter has been complaining about the fact that i'm not getting her room ready So today I woke up and since Sia is here helping me, I was like, well, today's the day. I'm going to start because if I don't, I'm never going to get to it. Uh, so yeah, I am transforming the rooms. Um, Krista is you know, getting rid of like, a bunch of like toys for little kids and you know putting more yeah. stuff. And then I am slowly moving all of the toys and, you know, Kids stuff, I guess. Well, little kids okay. stuff to um, Sixth's room, who she'll be sharing uh, with uh, Sabina. So I am in the process of choosing mm -hmm. a bunk bed. Uh, we never had bunk beds. Did we ever? Yeah, we did have bunk beds at some time, huh? Uh, so I'm yeah, we did have bunk. I remember. Uh, so I'm in the process of actually, you know, looking for bunk beds I really don't know what to look for I don't you know I don't know what's the best thing uh so if you guys have any tips for me you know let me know I'm measuring this some bunk, right bunk bed bunk, bunk bed tips bunk bed tips you know I'm trying to find the best one I'm look I know like uh I'm looking on Wayfair because I know they have like so many things so I'm looking there I'm looking on I'm just, I'm just looking in different places. Like Ikea, right? Isn't it like Ikea? The, I, I yeah. always, that's like my go-to place when I'm looking for something, como de, like that's bueno, bonito, barato, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking, I'm looking at different things and, you know, the girls are like excited because they're going to have a bunk bed. Um, so that's going to be, you know, that's like the next step of getting six that into a regular bed and her not leaving every night, you know, like, you know, here we go, we're like, you know, because she's still in the crib and, she can't get out so i'm like okay good night and then you know even if she wants yeah. to she can't leave so i think that's gonna be my next oh she's step. still like in she's still in a crib crib you've never made it into a toddler bed she's still no. crib crib oh. I, i i think our crib cannot turn into a bed i would have mm. but it doesn't turn into a bed so got it, got she's it. Going from but it's good it's good because she can't get out she, exactly so now if we get a bunk bed that's just my concern i'm like oh here we you know but like this third quarter of the year for her she's just like wait wait a minute why is there so many changes what's happening uh but you know we are uh i'm doing that so that's what i'm doing today that's why i have my guesser shirt uh i have my hat on and i'm just bumping music and just you know trying to 
get my house ready. Also, mom and dad are coming soon, so I'm super excited. And yeah, um, so that's no. So in reality, you're clingy because mom's coming and she's gonna judge you hard for having a dirty <laughs> ass house. Let's I'm not keep it cleaning. Real I'm rearranging. I'm not cleaning. I'm rearranging and getting rid of organizing. Yeah, there you go. Because mom's coming. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so I'm also trying to find a bunk with I think my mother. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, that's why we're that's what we're at. And then, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited that mom and dad are coming finally coming we haven't seen them in like you know my kids haven't seen dad in a year a year I haven't seen dad in a year too since last no did he come from yes since last Thanksgiving uh huh yeah it's been a year that we haven't seen well I saw dad on on March but uh yeah because you went and I didn't so yeah. um, so I yeah. didn't no I saw dad in October that's when I went to Oaxaca in October that was the last time I went to Oaxaca but that's like last but, yeah. year Oh my gosh, October. And then he came for Thanksgiving. So yeah, it was Thanksgiving. Jeez. <laughs> I know. It's been a year since he has seen the kids. So that's, you know, know, I'm excited. I'm excited to see them and, you know, um, spend some time with them. Uh, it's been a long time and I'm excited for the holidays next week. Thanksgiving, I am working out harder than before because I'm going to grub. I'm going to eat so much. So oh, yeah. I cannot wait. I, I cannot know, wait. wait. I am waiting uh, mom and I are going to have our Thanksgiving meeting on Saturday. So I'm so <laughs> excited. I'm going to see everything that's going to happen. I'm, my husband and I are trying to figure out where we can get a tree. I want to get a tree in the house before Thanksgiving, but oh, I don't know. Like a real tree? Yes, but I can't find a real tree anywhere. No, so yeah, I'm going to have to wait. Yet. I'm just going to have to wait. Oh, I really wanted a tree so bad. I wanted a tree so bad. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, so that's what's been up. That's what that's what's up right now. I'm excited for the you know the, the kids are not gonna have school the whole week next week, so I'm excited. Yeah, my kid too. either. My kid's not. Oh, actually, he's gonna have he's gonna have a uh, morning meetings two days. Um, but no, he's not gonna have school the day the day after. <sighs> I know the girls are not gonna have school, and I'm excited. They're they're like whatever, but I'm excited. I'm like, oh god, I have to be a teacher for like, you know, a few days. So I'm excited. <laughs> I am just trying to be trying to be patient every minute of my life that's what I'm trying to do um and <laughs> yesterday when my husband came home you know you know what it is like I think a lot of moms who are listening to us mm. know what it's like when your husband comes home and he's just like hey what's up right and you're <laughs> like twerking like twitching because you know everything that's happening in the household um and again, you know, you have three daughters. So sometimes I feel that I can't complain in front of you. But he came home and he was all happy. And, you know, then I just told him, I just need time because I don't can't. It's hard for me to get things done in the day. And then by the time this time comes around, I just get frustrated with myself. And yeah. I just have a lot to get a lot to get through. So I my work time right now has become from 630 to 1130. That's the time I actually work. Um, and then, you know, he wants to have a conversation with me. I'm just like, I can't, I'm working. No one bothers you when you're working. Right. Um, but yesterday my, my son came into the room, like around six 30 and he was talking to me and he put, um, I, I was like on my phone and I, and then I heard the baby made a note, make a noise. And I turned around and he put like a comforter in her face. Oh my God. And yeah. I don't know what he was trying to do. And I just like freaked out and I screamed at him and he got scared and he started crying. And then my husband came and he was like, what's going on? Let's talk about it. And I'm like, why am I the only one who's <laughs> screaming in the house all the time? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. That's me. You know? And I'm like, yeah, why am yeah. I the one who has to scream? I'm like, I don't, I listen. I was like, I don't want you to scream. I'm not telling you, I'm not saying this because I want you, my husband to scream. I want you to remain your cool, but why am I the one who screams all the time? Mm -hmm. So I don't think it has anything to do with my, and I told my son, it's nothing to do with you or it's just mom. It's issues that mom has to deal with inside. So I'm just yeah. dealing with those things inside. And I want to be more patient. I told him that I just want to be a, a better mommy to him. And he's been, um, he's been, he's been very, he's been a gracious gentleman. Um, but yes, you know, yesterday I really did. It just, it was like one of those things where I, like, I, like, I'm, I was like at the edge and when I turned around and I saw that, that's like when it like, yeah, I tipped over, you know? Yeah. 
Well, I get Tuesdays the day that I actually leave the house to work, and every Tuesday when I come back, I, I'm always frustrated too, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, like. I, I know yesterday I know but yesterday my husband did come and he's like I can I'll put the I'll put the baby to bed and I'll put Eddie to bed you just you go work out no one bother mom let's leave her alone <laughs> and they just left me alone in the room for some time and I was just like okay yeah 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 same I, I stayed up I stayed up until I think like one in the morning just by myself in the, in the baby room I was just like oh it's nice being here <laughs> like no yeah. one's here yay <laughs> I know. So I'm just trying to, again, not, it's not about being present. It's just about, I'm just trying to have, I am trying to be more um, patient and breathe more. Like breathe, like this is when the breathing exercises have really come into hand, like have really come in handy for me. Just, they tell you to breathe. It really does work. It really, 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 really does work. But, um, Everyone's overwhelmed. Everyone has lots of things to do. Everyone has kids <laughs> knocking in their door while they're on phone calls or recording a podcast. Um, and again, I only have a five-year-old and a four-month-old. So my sister that has a three, a six, and a nine, I feel bad even complaining. And I have someone who helps me. And I have help in the house. Like I don't understand why I'm, you know, I'm the way I am, but. I think I just have to look at the good. No, I mean, you know, the baby just walked in here <laughs> holding herself like, I need to go pee. I'm like, go. I, I can't. I'm like, yes, you can. Go. <laughs> just go. Just go to the bathroom. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, they, <laughs> they just want everything. Like, ah, and then she's like, ah, 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 I can't. I can't. I'm like, just get on your step. That's why I got her a special elderly step. I don't know if you've seen the step that I have in my house. It's for elderly. She can hold her. <sighs> And go inside. Well, let's just let's just anyway. Breathe. Let's talk today about what we have on the show, show today. We live vicariously through our guests. So today on the show, we have two women who have a zero idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Who's our who are our guests, Bruce? Today on the show, we have the incredible fierce women uh, host co-host of Locatora Radio, which is an incredible podcast that we love and adore. OG podcasts in the space. Uh, we have Zoe. Um, a.k.a. Mala Munoz, who graduated from Tufts University uh, with a B.A. in American Studies and um, now teaches self-defense and empowerment classes for women and children. She used to actually um, be a human development department chair and dean of student voices at an all-girls high school in L.A., which was very interesting. Um, I can't wait to hear those stories from her. And Ariana, a.k.a. Diosa Rodriguez, who received her B.A. in literature and creative writing from UC Santa Barbara. She is just heavily involved in everything that has to do with activism and community and student empowerment. And uh, just an all around badass free freelance writer and so has written for Mezcla, Figures by Me Too, Hip Latina and, you know, all around, all around badass is these two. What did we talk yeah. about on the show, Paulina? We, we were talking about the difference between their lives and our lives at this point, like kids, no kids, you know, um, the difference between how we were raised. And, and it, interestingly enough, we were raised very similarly, but I think they, um, I'm going to say they found themselves earlier, I think, you know, and yes, they were, I think yeah, that's, they, a, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah. They found themselves earlier than, you know, than we did. It took us a while. I think it took us a while after we became parents and for them, it was before, uh, we talked about body positivity, sexuality, taboo topics that we, you know, that how how do they see themselves talking to their daughters or their kids in the future? And it was a very interesting perspective. We also talk about their podcast. Why do they go by Mala and Diosa, you know? Um, and I know I feel like you and I should have studio names now. I know. Let me think about what I mean. Maybe it should be like what we used to call ourselves when we were kids. Remember, Yvonne Estefania? No, my name's going to be Briance. Briance. Oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> Briance. So from now on, you can just call me Briance. Bricia Briance Lopez. Anyway, it was such a fun uh, episode. You guys are gonna, really going to enjoy it. Um, so without further ado, here is your interview with uh, Locatora Radio. How Welcome to the show, Locatora. Hey. Hello. 
Thank long, you for having us. Long time coming, long time coming. We've been trying to connect. The universe has been trying to get on the way, but <laughs> here we are finally from four different locations for the world. <laughs> Simultaneously. I love it. Very yes. 2020. Very 2020, yeah. you know, very like uh, very quarantine life. How, how are you guys? Well, we're excited to be finally chatting with y'all. Like, you know, we consider Super Mamas like the OG podcasters, you know, like y'all have like created the lane for like Latina podcasters. So this is really nice. This is a like a really nice moment for us. Are you calling me an old woman? That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I hope. I hope that doesn't mean that I'm old or like I, that, you look, that you that you see me and you're like no, oh not God, at all. Look at that señora. Not at all. I mean, really, honestly, like I remember, um, w- like when y'all interviewed Raggedy Tiff, like early in her in her journey, and to me, that was like one of my first introductions to like podcast, like oh. that interview. Yeah. So I mean, like OG as respectfully as possible. <laughs> I mean, we did start the podcast when we were like 12 or 15 years old. So, you know what I, I mean? Know. Like, I was like, that was like a young 22 year old, <laughs> like you guys, like you guys. So. Okay, anyway, well, welcome to the show. What has quarantine been like for you guys? Quarantine has been interesting. I mean, we definitely had a plan of action at the beginning of 2020 for how we wanted our year in podcasting to look. The moves we wanted to make, we were fully prepared to be flying all over the country and doing speaking gigs because we had been doing the university circuit. But of course, the pandemic changed everything. So 2020 has been all about redirection and getting creative and figuring out, well, what's next? Because the original plan is just not an option. Definitely. I know. Tell us about it. It was the same thing uh, at the beginning of the year, you know, like, it, however, I think this year, for some reason, I remember very clearly when we got together, Bricia, my brother Fernando and I to talk about this year, we're like, this year, we should take it easier. And then the world was like, ah, here you go. Stop. <laughs> and so we're like, okay, so next year, we should just say like, we want more action this year, you know? Well, first of all, I want to know and I want to tell the super mamas that for some reason don't know who you guys are. Tell us about who you are. And, you know, what names do you guys, I know you guys go by like Diosa and like, so tell us a little bit like about like what, you know, who are you guys? Who is Locatora Radio? Um, So, you know, we like to think of the podcast of Locatora Radio as a radiophonic novella. You know, we like jokingly say that because we're Latina, we like have overnamed the podcast, right? We're Locatora Radio, we're Radiophonic Novela, we're Las Mamis of Myth and Bullshit, we're Dios and Mala, <laughs> right? We have all kinds of names for the, for the work that we do for the for the podcast. And partly it's because we see podcasting and audio as an art form and being able to create community in similar ways that the telenovela has really shaped um, or created community in Latinx or Latino families and thinking how a telenovela can really be a community event within your own home. And so thinking about how the podcast for us, a radiophonic novela, can also be a way to build community with our listeners. Yeah, we started podcasting in 2016. And this is our four-year mark. And we're at a point where we consider ourselves, well, we are not just a podcast, but we're also a podcast production house. And um, I think that's been a really fun journey is, is growing into the next stage of this podcasting project. So we, not unlike the super mamas who do like, you guys do these incredible, gorgeous events. We've done events and we've done podcast parties and stuff. And we definitely have looked at at your events to be like, okay, this is the caliber. This is the expectation. This is the standard. Got it. We need visuals. We need drama. We need a color palette. We need invites. Like, got it, got it, got it. So we definitely like to be multimodal and provide not just the audio, but you know, like fun experiences all around on social media before the pandemic in real life. We loved like blending the podcast with parties and dancing and events and things like that. So yeah, that's us. I love that. Um, I, I, I feel I, every time I listen to you guys, I feel like it me lleno de juventud. You know what I mean? Like you guys are so fun and so out there. I love the fact that you guys talk about all these uh, taboo 
quote unquote subjects. That's one of the things that we wanted to do as well when we started um, Super Mamas. Uh, we started more on like motherhood and things that, you know, related to that. But I love that you guys talk about, you know, sexual health, sex positivity, like um, topics that are not really, you know, spoken about in our community. Like uh, Dios and I were talking before we got on, we started recording just about like, you know, education and how we were raised and what we expect for our children. So I really love the way that you guys are doing it. So, but tell us why is it so important to you guys to talk about these things in your podcast? Well, just to put it simply, like we are having conversations with ourselves, with each other um, and with our community um, because we didn't have those conversations in our own homes, right? And so I didn't have like a conversation about sexuality and sex education, right? Not a holistic one. Um, it was it's always been from a Catholic abstinent, you know, standpoint. You know, I was raised Catholic, went to K through 12 education. So you can imagine the kind of education I received around sex and sexuality. So being able to be at the forefront of those conversations now is really important to us. And something that we have found is, you know, we're not alone in this. There are so many of our listeners who identify as Latino, Latina, Latinx, what have you, um, Black, Indigenous, right? And, and our listeners come from all over, but for the most part, we're speaking to a predominantly Latina audience. And they tell us that they have had similar experiences and that the conversation is much needed and they share with us, right? Well, when I was growing up, this was the misinformation that I was taught, or this was the fear-based approach to sexuality and my body that I was exposed to. And we did a talk at UC Davis before the pandemic called Sex While Latinx. And we were talking about, you know, like puteria, basically, and just sex and the conversations around it and how we learned about it and how we express our sexuality now and the stigma Something that we like to talk about a lot is, you know, I think that as a community, we recognize we're hypersexualized. Like, that's a trope that we acknowledge. Latinas are hypersexualized. Latinas, Latinas are hypersexualized. You know, in media, historically, you're the maid or you're like the sex symbol, what have you. But there's all this sex projected onto us. But so many of us, like, don't know anything about our sexuality <laughs> or about our options because we're never taught. So it's this really weird, like, middle ground to be in. It is. It is. I think it's super interesting that you say that because I'm I'm trying to like think back or, you know, where did I get most of my sex ed? And I think most of my sex ed started in high school, um, you know, with like those really weird videos and the teachers trying to put like the condom on the banana and you're like, what the heck, you know? Um, and I just, you know, we, we were never taught, you know, like the, the same thing like Diosa was saying, we are, you know, sex is always bad and sex is always, you know, something dirty and nasty. And those are the kind of things that we are also trying to change with our children so that, um, you know, more me, I have three daughters and I want them to grow up with a more healthy relationship with their sex. Um, and, um, since we're talking about that, I want to know, like, are you guys, I mean, I'm sure I know the answer, but like, it, are you guys totally set, uh, team pad or team uh, tampon? Because that's like, that's a thing that we like that we grew up with. So I was uh, definitely growing up like team pad um, because, <laughs> because my mother, because you didn't want to lose your virginity. Exactly. Is that why? Because my, well, she didn't. <laughs> She never said that, but she said married women use ta- no. She said after you have kids, you use tampons. Is what she would say. Really? And so, but I, so I didn't connect. I didn't connect it like, oh, what she's telling me is that you know I, you know, unless you've been penetrated, right, you shouldn't be using tampons. Uh, but that was her way of approaching it. You know, like oh, after you have kids, then you can start using tampons. <laughs> yeah. Currently, I'm Team Diva Cup. Like I oh. Yes. I've grown into an appreciation for the diva cup. So I have mine, but I, I really cite like the other girls that I went to school with who were like, Oh girl, you need to get some tampons. What are you doing? You know? And so they put me on game about these different options, especially when you're like an athlete. How old were you? How old were you when that happened? Cause my yeah. friends never said anything. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't remember like Tim, like, Hey, you should go for it. You know? Yeah, I want to say that I was definitely like in the seventh grade, in Mm. the sixth or seventh grade. And I remember at the time feeling like there was a couple girls who were like way more mature and like knew more things and just like were kind of 
And maybe it was just that they were better informed, that their parents were just being more honest with them, or maybe they were doing their reading. I don't know. But they just knew things that I didn't know about. And one of those things was about tampons. Those were also the girls who were like, you need to start shaving your legs, my friends. Like, you know, there, there was, it was like how to be a bad bitch, but we're in the seventh grade. <laughs> oh, my God. That's kind of scary. My daughter's in fourth grade. That's only three more years from now. Truly, the pressure starts early. And so it's also a combination because it's like it was cool, but it was also like, "Mm, was it that cool? You know what I mean? So it's mixed. But that's also part of what happens when you're getting your information from your peers Mm -hmm. instead of like trusted adults. Definitely. I think we have that. I mean, not like we. my daughter, um, she has facial hair. And, you know, it's something that when she was younger, she was bullied for. She was in first grade, okay? First grade when that happened. So ever since then, I don't, obviously, as you can see, I don't take it off. I don't do anything with it because I'm trying to teach her, right? Like, that it's okay. That that's just who she is. And me, I I don't have a hair in my body. Like my legs are always been so smooth. I'm, I don't know. I'm it's I've been like that. And then I see her that I can see. I can feel it on her legs already. And so I'm trying to like I'm just trying to be as natural as possible. She, but she's asked me like, how come your legs are like that and my legs are like that? And I'm like, well, we're just different, you know. But it's those are like. And she's only in fourth grade, so I cannot even imagine the conversations that we're gonna be having later. <laughs> Middle those middle school years for little girls. I Adios all mia. the love and the power and the strength to your yep. daughter because it's hard. Middle school was awful. I like yeah. I think middle, middle school, school was awful. Yeah, middle school. I think is I always call it unnecessary trauma. It's not even trauma that makes you a better person. It's not like the trauma that's like oh you're you're stronger at the end of this. For I sure. don't think. I think I'm still trying to work through. <laughs> you know middle school traumas that I gained that like completely triggered and pierced my self-esteem so badly that to this day as a grown-ass woman I am trying to get those words out of my head you know and I always had this idea in my mind that if I had a daughter I would homeschool her for middle school just to same thing so she doesn't have to go through those years because it's not about overprotecting. It's just unnecessary trauma that women go through. Because once you get to high school, I feel like you already have a better sense of who you are, and you you know you've gone through the hormonal changes. Um, and I think it's so different. I did find a school though that went from fourth grade through through twelfth grade. So they don't have a middle school. It's just all one school. Um, that I thought like how progressive. I think that could work. You know. I don't know. My daughter is three months and I'm legit (laughs) thinking about her fourth through 12th grade education as we speak. No, same thing that you guys probably won't understand. Yeah. But something that you guys probably should not worry about not giving (laughs) one ounce of thought. (laughs) I think then, I think then the, the thing, the, the, como se dice, uh, like, what you get out of this, just like, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try to protect your children, children will be children. Whether you're poor, rich, or in between, children will always find a way to penetrate your soul. <laughs> no, I, said I was in a call yesterday and someone said, someone who's a dick will always be a dick. So I guess if you, even if you're, oh my God, my kid's actually going to call, so I don't want to be too loud. Um, so... Uh, you know what I mean? Someone who's like mean, it's always going to be mean no matter what. So I think that, you know, um, it's just a matter of raising a person who has strong enough self-esteem by the time they get there, no matter what people tell them that they're strong enough. Right. And that's where my brother, my sister and I always talk about that. It's always really about ourselves and about, you know, mom having a good self-esteem and a great self-esteem and, portraying that on that's the only way it's going to happen because you have to change yourself and you mimic that force uh, otherwise you're going to get bullied by the parents too how your house is so small mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how you oh, don't yeah. have a compound right? how oh, you yeah. don't have a compound but anyway um talking about podcasting life um 
I'm sure you guys love what you do. I mean, it's been four years. It's been you know that much that long, much longer for us. Um, and one of the questions that I get asked all the time that I always have a hard time asking, I mean, answering is what has been your favorite episode? Do you guys have a favorite episode? <laughs> it is honestly so hard to say we're at like what, how many we've done like 93 episodes now. Um, if I had to say it was a favorite episode, I really liked a lot of our early episodes where they were like way more thematic. So we started doing a lot more interviews in the, in the past couple of years, but before we were doing episodes like look epistemology is our very first one fem tech fem defense and taking these broad ideas and then bringing in some research and some personal stories and really revolving an episode around you know something that we kind of came up with internally and um you know now we do more like we just interviewed Jackie Cruz who is in Orange is the New Black and we love talking to artists and creatives but i would say some of those earlier episodes you know um fem tech fem defense definitely what about you? Yeah, I would second Dios that. Sir. I think I think our early episodes, um, I think, set the stage for what the podcast was going to be about. And so, yeah, I agree. Um, one of my favorites is multidimensional ho. So, we, you know, we talk about the multifacetedness of women and how you can of be hodum? of yeah, basically of how you can do it all. You can be a ho and you can be smart and you can be a boss bitch. Um, and, and all those things, right? And just trying to break through those binaries or dichotomies of, right, the Santa Puta, you know, we can go on and on about. Um, and I would say, yeah, that was probably one of my favorites. I love those. Two. Can we also speak on your pseudo names? I don't know if you guys have legally changed your names. I don't know if like <laughs> your ID when you go to when you go travel, like you, your passport says Mala, you know, I'm not really sure. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Not yet. We're not there uh, yet. <laughs> but I would love to hear our listeners because for those, I'm sure that those who are longtime fans of you already know, but um, for the new listeners who, you know, for our Supermas or for those who are listening right now who've never heard of you, why do you refer to yourselves as, you know, these two names or why, why do you identify so well with, with your new with your new, um, I don't even know. Is it, is it a name? I don't know. You guys are so woke. All these woke kids. I don't even know. Is it a name? Is it a reference? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you guys are calling it nowadays. Yeah, no, just like our stage names, basically. Um, we were using these Instagram handles. We were already, I was already Mala and Diosa was already Diosa before we like even met in person and before the podcast, you know, came to be. So it was, they were just our internet personalities. Got it. And they just kind of made sense in this sort of good angel, bad angel, you know, the different Perfect. dynamics yeah. that we have. So I think that's another reason why it works because it was very organic. You know, we didn't come up with the stage names. They were already there. We were already doing our own little types of art and performance and Diosa was modeling, you know, and stuff before we started podcasting. So, yeah. How did you guys meet? Uh, we met on social media. We like followed each other on Twitter and Instagram for many years um, we, uh, you know, just were living on different sides of the country. I was in Santa Barbara. Mala was in Boston on the East Coast. And eventually we both, you know, both came back home, both moved back to L.A. And there was a meetup um, for uh, two different collectives like Latina Rebels, the uh, Instagram page and collective, and then Chingona Fire, which was a poetry collective. And there was, they had a meetup in downtown LA and we both went at this, you know, we both went, didn't plan on going like together. We didn't plan on meeting. And that's when we met in person, developed a friendship with a couple other mujeres that were there. And a couple months later is when we started uh, Locatora Radio. Oh, wow. That was, it was just, yes, it just clicked. It just happened. Yeah, it just happened. Yeah. That's 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 so cool. I love that that you guys. I I cannot wait. Honestly, just by speaking to you guys, I'm really excited to see the future for my daughters. I cannot even imagine how it is because I know that like one generation makes a huge difference, right? When I think about my mother and my tias and your parents, your moms, how different they were from us. And then how the new generation that's coming will be. I'm excited and I'm a little scared, to be honest with you. But, you know. Well, I, would lo- I do would love to <laughs> ask, ask that question to both you, Yosemala. I Because you guys are not moms. You guys can just be, you know, 
open your mouth and say really truth, you know, truth, speak truth. But what kind of girls would you guys like to raise? Like when you guys, I don't know if you, I don't even know if you guys think about having children or maybe you don't think about having children, but maybe you think about your nieces or your friend's kids, right? Um, How do you picture like the little brown girls um, change and evolve in the next, you know, 30 years? So you know, I'm, I'm speaking, I have a three month old, how do you picture um, a, a three month old brown girl today and 21 years giving everything that's happening in the world now and what will continue to happen in the world and, and this country? Um, yeah, I would start by saying like, I want if, if, big if, if I do have children, whenever or however that happens, I hope to give my kids like as much flexibility as they need to figure out their sense of style, the type of music they like, what what is their creative interest? Like I want them to have almost a blank slate where they can imagine possibilities for themselves that I could not even think of. I think about like my parents like are such amazing parents, so supportive, like wonderful, excellent people. They, like many parents, had a very um, uh, uh, big focus on, you know, obviously go to college, like get a degree that you can use, go into finance, go to law school, go to medical school, become an accountant, what, what have you, and, you know, become a teacher. And these are all really wonderful professions that bring people like beautiful lives, right? But podcasting literally did not exist like over the course of my education there was literally nothing my parents could have done for me specifically in my schooling in their inspirational talks to me to prepare me for this particular reality like Yosa and I had to like meet and party and be friends and then and then and then podcasting had to happen after we had already graduated from college for this to become a thing for us, for Locatora to exist, for this pursuit to be a possibility. So I, with my kids, like, I hope that I'm able to give them a neighborhood, a school and a friend group where there are other kids of color who like, hopefully are grounded and who love themselves, you know, cause I, I working at the school and seeing the children, I could see, how one brown child, one black child in a sea of whiteness, how that has an impact on that child and over the course of years, right? Because if if your friends don't reflect you, that has all these different repercussions and vibrations. So I'm like, definitely community is number one. Like my kids, I don't want my children to be the isolated lone child of color in any environment. I don't think that that's healthy for any of them. And I don't think it's like, a sign of being exceptional or being the smartest one or being the best one. I think it does a huge disservice to children when they're like, right. Not amongst community. Right. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that your kids can't travel the whole world and know everybody and do everything and speak a million languages. Right. But I think that that grounding that is really important. And I just hope that if, and when I have kids, I like, I, I continue to be open to all the possibilities that 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 my child will discover and then they can come back and tell me about it you know that's how I think about my parenting but I'm not a parent and it's probably like the, the second I give birth everything changes and I'm like nope <laughs> well, that's why I asked this question that's why I think asking non-parents about this is actually good because sometimes it gives actual parents that flashback of oh my gosh I remember this is what I wanted for my kid before I became a parent so yeah. I should just like you know reassess or like, haha, I'll wait for you to have kids. You know? <laughs> right, absolutely. So I can talk all my shit all day, but I'm like, at the end of the day, I just have my dog and me, you know? What about you, Diosa? No, that's true. Like I was telling Paulina in the beginning, like, you know, I don't have kids, right? So I can't imagine how I would be parenting during a pandemic, right? So we were talking about that. Um, but thinking ahead, if like I'm with Mala, like it's a really big if I think at this point in my life, um, um, if I were to have kids, like I would want to raise a daughter or child um, with a strong sense of self and bodily autonomy. I think those were things that I lacked growing up. Um, you know, 
but you say you were talking about modeling like self-esteem, right? And I could, I remember as a kid when my mom was having bad body image days because Mm -hmm. it wasn't anything she said to me, but I remember how she would, how she felt or what she would say, how her mood changed those days, what she stopped eating. Like I'm very, very cognizant of that. Did that um, subconsciously affect my journey in my eating disorder? You know, absolutely. Unconsciously. I know, I know it was no, like she never intended to harm me in that way. Absolutely. Um, And so I think that if I were to have children, I would want to model, you know, that kind of body positivity and body autonomy. Um, I always remember, you know, comments being made about my body, right? Um, I I wouldn't want to instill that kind of, I wouldn't want to create that kind of environment for my kid. Um, I had a hard time speaking up and using my voice, which is also why it's to me like so such growth that I even have a podcast that I can even co-host a show because I did not like to speak. I did not want to express my thoughts. And so those are things that I, that I've had to work through in therapy so that if I ever have children, I do not want those things to be an issue for them. Oh, I love that. I feel like I feel you in so many levels, same thing. I think those are the two things that I lacked growing up. And I had to work after I had children because of the fact that I had children that I was like, I can't do that again. So I am so happy and I applaud you for working through all of those issues now so that, you know, if and when you guys are parents, it's going to be like, you guys will work on totally different things. But, you know, um, me now having children and modeling all of those things like you know body positivity and all of those things I I feel like it's super important um in our culture right in our culture it's very easy to call like in my house we don't call anyone gordo you know we don't we don't use those words because when I was growing up it was like it, it was an insult to me all the time and so you know um we I don't use that with my children they see me that I you know I I walk around my house you know, naked. And I tell them that it's okay, just because I want them to be, you know, um, to love themselves and love their body. You know, they, they always ask me like, do you think I look, I look pretty? I'm like, Oh, you look so beautiful, you know? Um, but I think that those are two important things and also to speak up. And, um, like I was telling Diosa, my eight year old is changing so much right now. And that's one of the things that, that I'm having to work on with her, the speaking up, the speaking her mind, the, but I think it sometimes it's just personality as well. And I'm just, you know, working through those issues with her right now. Yeah. Great question. I love that question. <laughs> it's so good. Well, I always think that the best parents are the parents that don't have children. So that's why I always like to seek their opinion. Uh, Let's do some fire questions. Yeah, Paulina. Let's do some um, fire question, girls. Yeah, do some fire questions with these girls. That would be fun. Um, you guys can both unmute at the same time because I want you guys to answer at the same time without having the other an influence over the other. Not that you guys are influenced by each other. God forbid. <laughs> um, you want to go first? I go first. Okay. Ariel or Jasmine? Jasmine. Ariel. Yeah. See? This is why I like them I'm to team be separate, like at the same time because uh, okay, why and why? Oh man. Yeah, why Jasmine and why Ariel? I just, I, I personally um it's more like I don't like the fact that Ariel goes so much of the film without her voice, you know? And I just think that Jasmine is a bad bitch and I love her outfits and her hair and her whole thing and I want more brown Disney princesses obviously. Um I just remember watching that movie a lot as a kid. That's literally the only reason. So like without even hesitating, I said Ariel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I like them both. So it's hard for me. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, are you guys more like texters or do you call people? Texting. Texters. Okay. But like, here's my other question. If we just mm-hmm. go deeper into the texting situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Voice note. Mm-hmm. Um, Voice note. Do you text? Do you actually like text or do you or if you text, you put like the audio thing on your type on your on your uh, keypad and then your keypad text for you? I like voice notes. Mal and I do a lot of voice notes. But then so they do something. That, that's what I realized that like the younger kind of like that 20 something range. It does. A, I, I realized that a lot of voice notes. 
Well, I actually think voice notes is very Latin American. Like everyone on WhatsApp yes. sends the everyone on WhatsApp sends the voice is very notes, voice notes. You know, twenty or older. You know, my cousin's forty and is sending me WhatsApp in Peru all the time. You know, voice memos. Right. So, you know, right. I think that's why. I don't know. My son the other day was working on his homework and he had to write out the not the not the actual number letters, but you know, eight. So he he like went on the microphone of his keypad and said eight and then it just do it it just kind of typed it out for him and he just i'm like great like now you don't even have to learn how to freaking write (laughs) you're just literally like going into the keypad and saying what you need to say and sending messages that way Uh, stress (laughs) wow okay uh dinner and a movie or netflix and chill Netflix and chill dinner and a movie right I'm feeling now. nostalgic because we can't do it right. it's not we an option so I'll choose that <laughs> one okay. uh, on uh, speaking on, on the same tip favorite quarantine activity no judgment without having to be productive either don't be like my favorite activity is to plan out my week okay none of that <laughs> shit like I want like real like, quarantine activity um cocktails that's like my favorite quarantine activity we bought a bar cart like a couple months ago because of the pandemic. We like stock up. Everyone brings a bottle. You know, I live in a multi-generational household, so I'm not alone. So it it feels like happy hour, like on a Friday or a Saturday. Oh, you know, so how fun. It's nice. Yeah. That's super cute. Roller I'm skating. Ambitious. I've been roller skating a lot. Yeah. Oh, my Is God. Is that like a thing you guys are doing that. to 20-somethings? Is that like that 20-something thing people are doing? I realize like a lot of 20-something girls that I know. Yeah. Because I know a lot. We're super tight. I only hang out with 20-somethings. <laughs> Early 20-somethings, too. Um, taking up a lot of roller skating lately. And it's making me want to take it up. Yes, Not apparently. <laughs> but you, uh, so many people are getting into roller skating that like, all the skates are sold out everywhere. No one can yeah. get skates. They're on waiting lists. Luckily, I got mine like two or three years ago. So I already had them. And well, you know, we have the time. Is so because, why not? Is it because of that video of the girl roller skating backwards? Is it because of that? <laughs> there, oh, girl, there are so many. There are so many roller skating girls on Instagram. Maybe I that's follow why. all of them. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I do you do the four like... wheels or like the straight line? Mm. Four wheels. Yeah, the quad skates. The quad Love skates. That. I, I used enough. four wheels. I had Barbie. I, I had Barbie quad squat. Quad I mean, that's I'm not. Cute. I'm not roller skating. I don't think I'm coordinated enough. But I do think yeah, that. I think that partly it's because you can do it alone and be outside. So it's like safe, right? In the sense. And that's what people are looking for. They want to get outdoors. Mm-hmm. I think it's because of Instagram, girl. There's a lot of things also, you can do outdoors. No, no. <laughs> definitely because of Instagram. Because you can look cute while doing it. Just look at Mala's videos. But also, you know, it's a safe and fun activity outdoors. It's but so definitely fun. Instagram is has influence. It's for sure. It's safe. It's safe. You can do alone and you look cute on Instagram. It's like every box is check, 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 check. I mean, it's you may like okay. you may like dislocate do... your shoulder, but whatever. Yeah, no, it's, safe. it's safe. It's <laughs> safe. I'm at this point in my life where I'm not even going to attempt to do something like that. Um, I always wanted to do ice skating because Ojetas de color de rosa. I don't know if you guys are too young for that novela, but that novela just made me want to like all over ice and then I realized I lived in Oaxaca and like we didn't have any ice cream so it never happened <laughs> if you guys could choose one um before you go outside to go on a date or on a zoom call or you know trying to impress someone are you guys gonna throw on your hoops first or your eyeliner first hoops great okay you guys are on the same tip on that one uh, Paulina? um early riser or night owl both night owl both insomniac 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 wild it's wild she'll send me a text at 2 a.m one day 6 a.m the next day and i'm like how like how (laughs) girl girl i do not maybe 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 you're just getting ready to have a child maybe because you're getting ready to have a child you need to sleep girl trust me if uh we can give you an advice right now is you need to sleep right now Sleep. At the- <laughs> if your fi- if your fire questions, we'd be like, "What would advice would you give to a younger sibling? Bitch, sleep, sleep, save those wrinkles for when you have a child and you actually Fair. cannot physically sleep." <laughs> um, so real. Okay, if you can go on vacation anywhere in the world tomorrow, where would that be? In Paris. Paris. 
<laughs> We've been, I've been watching Emily in Paris. <laughs> We've been talking about Paris for like a year now. Yes. Yes. I want to go to Paris. It's not, too. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not that hype. It's all about, it's just hyped up girls. There's so many other places. Go to Oaxaca oh. before you go to Paris. Ah. <laughs> down, honestly. Down. down. I was my, my mom there I, this look, year. Listen, I listen, I love Paris and like don't get me wrong. Like it's a great city and I this is I'm probably people are gonna at me like left and right. But I just think that as Latinas, we have been like sold this whole like European, like m- like France has had like the best marketing ever since forever. And I just like I, I just think that there's so many beautiful small towns all over Latin America that are just as romantic with better food, but they don't have that marketing behind them, right? That's like I just need Absolutely. to I need to come I need to come up with like a Emilia and Oaxaca series. So like girls can be like, yeah, like you know what I mean? Like fall in love with this like right. you know wonderful like indigenous man that's gonna carry me in front of a cactus and like take me away. <laughs> in front of a gay. Yeah, yeah. That's real. I mean, I've never been to Europe. I've only been to Latin America, which I love. That's been intentional, which is why Paris is like on yeah, the brain. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Are you guys more Halloween or Christmas? Halloween. Halloween. Mm. Okay. I have a <laughs> <laughs> We're all we're about Christmas. Christmas. We're, we're like Christmas. Team, we're like team Christmas. Mm. Yeah. Christmas and Christmas. Okay. Yeah, middle, yeah, middle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that when Halloween hits, I'm closer to Christmas. <laughs> okay, uh, Beyonce or Selena? Ah, how dare my you first, do this my, to us? My first thought was Beyonce, but I had I had to think about it, so I'm not <laughs> sure. But initially, if we're going like fire question, Beyonce. I would also say Beyonce, just because Beyonce literally raised us. Like, That's why we love you. See what I mean? Children. I know. Beyonce yeah, has know. always been with us. Always. Okay, here's another one. Beyonce or J-Lo? Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah. Or <laughs> J-Lo. She can't sing. <laughs> she can't sing. <laughs> I, I understand what you guys are saying. I understand where you guys are coming from. Um, sex or massage? Sex. It depends on with who. It depends on with who, for sure. Who's in yeah, the yeah, room? Yeah. Who's in the room? See, literally, sure. like only single girls who ask. ask what that, do you I, mean? With who? What do you mean? <laughs> is there is there a way to have sex with other than the person you're with? <laughs> what? <laughs> I forget. I forget. Wait, what? But like people have like options with multiple people. Yeah, I'm gonna hang wow, up and be depressed. Girl. I'm gonna hang up and be depressed <laughs> after this. So sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. I am satisfied. I'm okay. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Um, massage or masturbation? Massage. Massage. Massage is great. I have this. Um, peyote and cannabis like oil from mexico Mm. that my grandma brought and it see a massage can be so fire but you need all the right elements Mm -hmm. yeah got it Mm -hmm. i need some of that okay well let's just finish off with like what are you absolutely loving right now we're having a hard time (laughs) you know what okay okay look i'm gonna give you guys i'm gonna give you guys some time before that what are you what have you taken up during quarantine that you hadn't been doing before like, what have you, like, are you knitting? Are you baking? Are you cooking? Are you doing your makeup? Like, what is, yeah. like, what's, what have you taken up? Definitely TikTok. I was not on TikTok mm. before quarantine. Okay. Yeah. I've been doing, like, DIY home projects that I never had time to do before because I was always out and about. So now it's yeah. like, okay, everything that needed to get painted, you know, replaced, whatever, it's been done. Home improvement. Home improvement. Home improvement. Yes. That's that's a good skill to take on because you never know who you're going to marry. Girl. True. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I've been saying I only want to date people with old timey professions like cobblers and like woodworkers and meat cutters. Like I need a man who has a mm-hmm. useful fucking skill. I it- like cannot stand a man who can't do anything like it irks me like it bothers me like I can't do it like in a romantic sense you know what I mean like if you're whoever it's whatever but if you want to be with me like you have to be useful physically around the house fair very 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 fair thing to put in the top of your want list 
Okay, so what are you absolutely loving right now, you guys? It could be anything. Like, what are you obsessed with? I just finished reading Mexican Gothic by Silvia Moreno Garcia, and I'm absolutely obsessed with it. It's so good. It's like one of those books you like have to talk to someone about, you know, it's like a book club book, like you want to discuss after and it's being adapted into a Hulu series, which I just found out. So yeah, that's what I'm absolutely obsessed with right now. Love it. Love. Is it like the like Mexican Twilight or what? <laughs> no, it, it's like a I guess it would be like a horror suspense a thriller uh, genre Ooh. but it like takes place in Mexico in I want to say like the 1950s and she goes to this little pueblo and she's in a Victorian house and like Ooh. the house is spooky and the family is creepy and she goes there to like save her prima so uh Love. yeah so it's good it's like not scary like all Stephen the boxes King. It's not scary like Stephen King novel, like, oh, shit, this is too much. It's like has the right amount of suspense. Love it. Ooh. Yeah. What about you, um, Mama? What I'm loving right now, you know, I live with my grandparents and they are hilarious. I appreciate the moments of comedy where like my grandma does things just because this is her way and how she is and how she talks. But sometimes she just has me dying of laughter because she's so effing funny. I was like, I posted this on my Instagram, uh, like a couple months ago. Now I was roller skating. Um, and my grandma came and just started chatting, you know, about anything, whatever. And she's talking, talking, talking. And she has this, uh, grape vine in her backyard that she's been trying to get rid of. And she says to me, la pinche hierba, la quiero muerta. muerta, La pinche hierba. And I'm like, "Ah!" Just think these moments that you can't plan them, you can't predict them. It's just when she's on one. That's my favorite well, right now. Your grandma sounds like me. <laughs> I know. That's one of the things that I like. I think like I, I want when I get like older, like everybody says like, uh, you know, as women get older, they like get, they gave less of a fuck. I'm like, I, I, I can't wait to get yes. there. I can't wait to be like your grandma and just say what I think. And who gives a shit? I don't care. You know oh, what I mean? Truly, truly. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, grandma. <laughs> I want to, no? I can't, I can't wait to get there. I cannot wait to get there. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm going in life for my kids to be like, stop, grandma, no. Ay, ahí viene la abuelita, hide. Right? You're like, whatever my grandma listens, like says, like, please don't, please don't take it personal. She's just like. Like you need to give Bleh. everyone a trigger warning before they meet your, uh-huh. your grandma. Yeah. And I think that's great. No, no, no. Like that's when people, they meet me when I'm a grandma. Like that's how it's going Exactly. Be. Like, because my grandma priest, like everything she says to you, please don't take it personal. Or maybe you should take it up. But she just speaks truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank, thank you girls so much for being here. Um, big fans. I hope you can collaborate again. Maybe we should do a show together. Like a television show. I love, I love that multi-generational yeah. moms and multi-generational. moms <laughs> We're the same generation, generational but <laughs> oh excuse me pardon me <laughs> I guess I can play you I guess I can play your grandma <laughs> abuela. I was thinking more like older sister younger yeah sister, sister. there you go um, primas yeah, primas prima. Yeah, yeah, Mala sometimes will try to call me a tia, and I'm like, girl, I am like still prima age. Like, don't <laughs> age. Okay. <laughs> I oh just, my God. I can't wait to be retired. I too dream of being an elder. So it's not a bad retirement. thing. It's a no, full compliment. I, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Awesome. Well, for uh, the very few people that don't know where you guys are, tell us where they can find you, follow you, stalk you ask you questions, whatever. Tell us everything. Yeah, we're on all of the socials. So you can follow us at locatora underscore radio on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're definitely the most active on Instagram. And you can tune in on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audioboom. Visit our website, (laughs) locatoraradio.com. Email us, hola at locatoraradio.com. Follow us on TikTok. We're trying to build our TikTok (laughs) audience. Also that. <laughs> We're trying to keep up with the children, you know? It's hard. Yeah. We gave up on that. <laughs> You're telling me. I'm trying to I'm keep up with my actual physical with my children. my own children. <laughs> Fair. 
Well, thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. We totally need to do this again. Um, and you know, stay, stay cool, stay young, sleep. <laughs> yes, More I sleep. will sleep. I'll sleep for real. <laughs> Go to save sleep. those wrinkles for when you <laughs> actually real. cannot. Sunscreen, sunscreen, and sleeping. Yes. Yeah. Water, water, sunscreen, sleeping. That's the key. Love it. That's and, it. Well, you two have gorgeous skin, so yeah. I mean, I'm gonna take the advice. Clearly, mm. the proof is here. <laughs> <laughs> no for real though sleep <laughs> thank you okay ladies well thank, thank you, you so much us. we'll see you later bye, bye. hey super mamas Paulina and Brisa here we just want to remind you to rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes Stitcher follow us on Spotify SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcast also have you seen us rocking our super mamas swag well, we want you to join in. Use promo code SMPODCAST at checkout on supermamas.com slash swag for 15% off your next order. Again, that's code SMPODCAST on supermamas.com slash swag for 15% off. Okay, now back to the show. Ah, that was fun. That was very, very fun. And um, we're back with our favorite episode, a favorite segment of our episode, which is the Superama pick or tip of the week, where we share things that we bought or things that we are doing that have helped us through our journey as women. Paulina, do you have any picks or do you have any tips that you can share pick. with us? I have a Go pick. for it. Uh, I am going to do a shameless plug here. And as the holidays are approaching, I would really, really um, highly, highly suggest you guys getting or mole jars from ilovemole.com. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Hey. Uh, you know, uh, Thanksgiving's coming, Christmas is coming, New Year's is coming. There's going to be a lot of cooking around the house. I would say grab your jars today. You can go to ilovemole.com. And uh, there's we have the online store there. We have chocolate. We have moles. But... The mole jars are so easy to make and they are so delicious. Van a quedar super bien con la suegra, you know? Like, honestly, For sure. if you make this mole, I, I I think I did it like two weekends ago or something. It was like 15 store, minutes. Store, storeilovemole.com. Storeilovemole.com. It was the best, so delicious. And everybody was impressed. Well, my husband was impressed. You know, I'm telling you, you got to impress your guests. Grab your jar of moles that is my shameless plug and my tip of the week oh my goodness my goodness uh that was kind of like a cheating pick but <laughs> no okay. really, because that you know i you know i made a tlayuda with mole and queso and that was amazing that was so good you're like you're like the stuff we sell is actually really good <laughs> <laughs> no no but i just think like it's it's easy it's like a hack it's Legit, no, I know. The thing is, like, that, that's how I feel about like a lot of the things. Uh-huh. Like, every time I have a michelada, I'm always like, "Dude, should our micheladas are bomb." They're so good. You know, that's who. Wait, yeah, michelada. Or every time uh, we talk about, or I go to the restaurant and I eat something, I'm like, "Wow, our food really is great." Not that I didn't think it was, you know, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, you yeah, give yeah. us, give us a, give us a, give us a cooking tip, Brisa, for this, for the, for the Thanksgiving. Oh my goodness. You know, here it is. So I am going to tell you, uh, there, I was talking to Elizabeth and, um, her fiance, Fiance. they married in December and we were going through their, um, wedding menu because they asked for my opinion and what should their dinner be like and blah, blah, blah. And Lucas is like, you know, I really like, like those mashed potatoes that you made for Thanksgiving last year. And I really like those Brussels sprouts that you made for Thanksgiving last year. I just keep thinking about those. And that, you know, I was like, so basically you want to recreate our Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> for your wedding. He was like, yeah, I mean, we shouldn't do that though, right? I'm like, no, we're having Thanksgiving <laughs> next week. Um, but he's like, my, and Elizabeth told me how he has spoken about those mashed potatoes since last year. He's like, Lucas has been speaking about those mashed potatoes. like every single day or at least once a week for a year and he is so much <laughs> looking forward to it so 
part of me is like, okay, no pressure. I have to recreate this mashed potatoes. But my the where I got the mashed potato recipe and technique was actually from this masterclass app. I don't know if any of you have subscribed or are subscribers to the masterclass app, but I am a fan. Um, I think it's a hundred dollars a year, I think, but it's a great Christmas present if you want to grab for somebody. Uh, And you have a library of teachers that teach you everything from cooking to photography, to music, to basketball, to dancing, to creativity, to business. I mean, there it's, it's so legit. It's so great. It's one of the best applications that I've invested in for myself. And Thomas Keller, which is, you know, Thomas Keller, one of the most renowned chefs in the U.S., has a master class on cooking and vegetables. And he does this um, potato puree recipe. And I watched it and I recreated it. And it turned out exactly, I want to say, like Thomas Keller. Mm. Um and that is the way I make mashed potatoes. So that is my pick slash tip. Um, if not, I'm sure you can Google it. I um, don't know if you can, but I just put Thomas Keller potato puree. It's potato puree. That's the way he, because it's not oh, really okay. mashed potatoes. They're so creamy and light. And the way there's like a technique behind it. Just that that's all I have to say about that. So mm. that will be my cooking tip. I also have my Brussels sprouts recipe from last year on my blog, moleandmore.com. So if you guys want to check that out, it was also a hit last year on Thanksgiving. So good. They went, actually, they went by so fast. They, <laughs> so went, they did. They did. I tried to finish before anything else. Those finish before eight. I was like, no one's going to eat these Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I was wrong. Everyone ate the Brussels sprouts. And now everybody cooks them at home. I, I cook them here all the time. I even bought the vinegar that you use and everything because I was yeah. like, they're so good. So, yeah, I think, you know, thank you for that tip. I am not great at doing mashed potatoes. Uh, I think, you know, someday we'll share the story of my mashed potatoes. <laughs> uh, but I'm super excited. And next week's is Thanksgiving, ladies. We usually take a break, and but we'll come back uh, the week after. We wish and you we'll tell all, you all about it. Yes, we wish you all the best, 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 best time. Be safe, please. Be smart. You know, things are not the greatest right now. So let's just be smart. Let's take care of ourselves, of our families, of each other. And um, there's so much, so, 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 so much to be grateful for. So we are grateful for you guys. And um, we are excited. And we will see you in two weeks. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hasta la próxima. ¿Cuál era la? ¿Cuál era? Uh, hasta la otra semana. Hasta la otra semana, luego. hermana. <laughs> <laughs> Te veo wow. en dos semanas, hermana. Something like that. It was something like wow. that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway. All right. We'll see you guys um, in two weeks. Enjoy. Bye. Love. Take care. Bye. Hey sisters, thank you so much for listening. Hope all of you guys are subscribed to our newsletter. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button on superromance.com. We will be sending out invites to upcoming events, promos, and super cool surprises your way. And of course, you can always keep up with us through the gram at underscore superromance and on Twitter also at underscore superromance and in the face at superromance podcast. Oh, one more thing. We want to hear your Super Mama moment of the week to share with all of you sisters. Call into our hotline, 424-329-3707, and leave us a message, or simply email us a voice note to hello at supermamas.com. Very soon, we could be featuring you on the show. Please remember to leave your name and Instagram handle for a chance to be featured. Much love, and see you next week. Super Mamas!